Good morning and welcome back, folks. It's me, your favorite co-host, Darian Phillips, and that other guy over there. I think his name is Simran Sandu or something like that. But anyways, it is currently Wednesday, April 28th, and you are listening to today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by F5 Media. So far this week, listeners, we've been anticipating some big earnings reports, and I'm glad to tell you that the wait is finally over. Up first today, we've got Ford, who has hit hard these past few months and reported a net loss of nearly $2 billion, which is 15% less than where they were last year. And on top of that, the company also said that they wouldn't be surprised if that number reached $5 billion for this current quarter. Well, Darian, I got to say, it's no surprise there. You know, we've always known that automakers have been hit hard by this pandemic, But interestingly enough, for the first time in 11 years, Starbucks has reported that its global sales have dropped by 10%. And now the company is suspending share repurchases and reducing expenses to combat the sales decline. Well, apparently Google has found a way to mitigate this crisis a little bit. The tech giant's parent company, Alphabet, noted that ad revenues have plummeted over the past few months. However, the significant increase in consumer demand has served as a saving grace of some sort and helped propel the company to a 13% increase in first quarter revenues. And the results have fueled some claims that Silicon Valley might weather the economic slowdown better than others in the corporate world. That being said, yesterday was a relatively stable day for markets with small declines for all major U.S. indexes and crude oil prices increased to $20 a barrel. And outside of equities and oil, we've also been hearing a lot about junk bonds recently, listeners. In particular, the spread on speculative grade bonds has spiked by more than 4% since early February as investors continue to hunt for bargains. Also, Treasury yields have fallen by four basis points since Monday and are currently settled at 61 basis points. And as states continue working on plans to reopen soon, businesses have followed suit. As Pierre One, a large home goods retailer, plans to resume its brick-and-mortar operations by June 1st if states allow it to reopen at least half of their 540 stores. Well, if they're going to go ahead and coin this pandemic as the Great Lockdown, then maybe the recovery should be called something like the Great Awakening. I don't know. Just a thought there, listeners. But anyways, Simon Property is also planning to reopen 49 of its malls as states continue to ease social distancing guidelines. Now, these properties are expected to operate on reduced hours and will be offering free masks to all shoppers. And while we're talking about businesses continuing operations, let's also consider President Trump's announcement yesterday, essentially stating that he plans to take executive action to keep meat processing plants open via the Defense Production Act, which I will say is a bit worrisome as virus-related deaths continue to rise inside these plants. Well, some good news is he also announced his expectation to run nearly 5 million coronavirus tests per day in the near future, or in his terms, quote unquote, very soon. This seems to be quite an optimistic goal, considering the most tests in a single day so far was just over 300,000 on April 22nd. Yeah, it's definitely good news. And to add to it, we heard yesterday that pharmaceutical giant Pfizer said it will begin testing its experimental vaccine in the U.S. as early as next week. Fingers crossed on that one. I know the clinical process is long and arduous, but I'm sure I speak for all of us when I say I'd love to see some success here soon, given that experts are anticipating another surge this upcoming fall. But anyhow, I did want to highlight a quick point regarding this year's presidential race. Hillary Clinton just endorsed Joe Biden, which is definitely favorable timing considering the recent allegations made against Mr. Biden. And as we wrap up today's episode, I want to cover one last story. There's been a lot of uncertainty for college students across the country, and now Harvard University is one of the first schools to announce that it does plan to have a fall semester. However, it does come with the possibility of not having students on campus. And to learn more about this exact topic, 
Take a few minutes to listen to our previous interview with President Hess of Wabash College. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Happy Hump Day, folks, and we look forward to seeing you Thursday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.